This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about manifesting by your design part two. So if you haven't listened last week, you may want to jump back and listen to part one first because that is where you learn how to figure out what type of manifester you are and also if you are specific or non-specific. Today we'll be discussing if you are an active or a passive manifester. And if you haven't gotten the free guide yet, definitely go jump on that. I see tons and tons of you have been getting this free guide and loving it. So I'm thrilled to have made that for you. It is a quick PDF to either use on your phone, your computer, or print it out just to quickly understand what type of manifester you are when you look at your chart and um, how does that work? Like what does it mean to be specific or non-specific and what should you do if you're active or passive? So it's a very, very quick guide. But today in the episode, we'll be going through more details so that you can be more well-rounded in your understanding of it. So as we talk about part two and we go into the topic of active versus passive, first pull out your chart or any chart that you are trying to understand and look at the bottom left arrow. And if that points to the right, you are a passive manifester. And if it points to the left, you are an active manifester. I am passive. So I am a nonspecific passive manifester. But first, let's talk about active manifestors. And if you've ever heard of people that recommend in manifestation that you do lots of affirmations and make all these vision boards and write out what you want and then do visualization exercises and then announce and declare to your friends and family what you're attracting, those would all be methods that could work great for an active manifester but not for a passive. So again, our world has kind of leaned into active manifestors and also specific manifestors for common kind of basic manifestation techniques. But we all know that we are all very different and it's better for us to get in alignment with our own true design. So let's start out by talking about active. Your bottom left arrow points to the left. As an active manifester, you do better when actively thinking, dreaming, or talking about your manifestations. So some ways to get active would be, one, visualization. Let your imagination run wild when you think about what you want and spend time doing visualization on a regular basis. Now, I have a little caveat here. Not all of these recommendations work for literally everybody. So these are just suggestions and you should take what feels good to you and leave what doesn't. So if you hate visualization or you actually cannot visualize, some people can't, then don't do that. But if you love visualization or you can do that, then visualizing what you want could really attract it to you quicker as an active manifester. Two, another option would be to talk about it. So especially if you have what's called a defined throat center in your chart. Okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, feel free to just ignore that I just said that. But if you want to dive in and understand what I just said, quickly look at your chart 
and look at the big square that is um, the third shape from the top. So from the top going down, there's an upward triangle, then a downward triangle, then a square. If that square is colored in, it's defined. If it's white, it's undefined. So if yours is colored in and defined, then you would do really well speaking about, talking about what you are attracting. If yours is undefined, this might not be great for you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just do what feels good. If you like talking about manifestations and it feels good, then it works. If it doesn't feel good to you, don't do it. It can be that simple, in fact. But if you do have that defined throat center, then speaking words is very powerful for you and you can have fun talking about it and describing what life would be like with that thing. You could either talk to yourself, talk to your pets, talk to your loved ones, talk to your friends, talk to social media, or talk to God, whoever you want to talk to. Number three, journaling. So journaling about what you want but do it as if you already have it. So it's never a good idea in manifestation to say, someday when I have my dream house, I am going to be so happy at that point. Nope, that's not how this works. So you'd want to journal about it as if you already have it. Like, I'm so thankful and grateful for this beautiful big home that I have and write out exactly um, how that makes you feel. Again, this is not taking into account if you're specific or non-specific, though. So let's say you want to do journaling and you are a specific manifester. Well, you could journal about exactly what life is going to be like when you have that exact thing. If you are a non-specific manifester, then you could journal about how am I going to feel in this big, beautiful home or this dream home of mine? What is life going to feel like? What is my energy going to be like? Am I going to be a happy person? It can be very vague and more about what life will just be like, not about exact details. Another method could be affirmations. So this, again, would probably work best if you're going to speak the affirmations, if you love speaking, or if you have a defined throat center. So speaking the affirmations also need to be affirming what you want. So saying something like, if you're trying to um, manifest a pregnancy, you might say, being pregnant is a wonderful experience for me. Whenever you're using affirmations, be sure to avoid negative words like not, don't, or without. So here's an example of a very uh, ineffective, bad affirmation. Ready? Pregnancy doesn't make me sick at all. So words like doesn't and make me sick, those kinds of things don't really work out for affirmations. It needs to be all in the affirmative or the positive. So something like being pregnant is a wonderful experience for me. Or I love this beautiful big home that just dropped into my life with ease. Something like that rather than I don't want to live in my current house anymore. Don't use affirmations like that. So affirmations could either be done out loud, speaking them, or you can write them down. So if you are somebody with the undefined throat, or if you don't know what that means and you just don't really like the idea of speaking affirmations, that's not in alignment of you for you, then write them down. That's another choice. Or you can get some type of app that actually um, puts like affirmations up on your phone or on your computer like a reminder and you can set a timer for how often you want that. Um, another method would be to go out and experience what you want. So if you want a car, 
go test drive the car and experience that. Or if you want to go to Paris, listen to French music and watch French movies. So doing those kinds of things would absolutely be in line with an active manifestor. You're actively experiencing a piece of that thing. And then the last suggestion I have would be to do some type of ritual. So maybe you do a new moon ritual or any other type of ritual to help set your manifestation into action. And I have a great friend. Her name is Rebecca. I read her human design chart on my Instagram live. You can scroll back just a little bit and find out if you want and listen. But she's amazing. She's a manifestation teacher and she has a brand new podcast. We actually started our podcasts on the same day. I'm not even kidding. Neither of us told each other that we were starting a podcast. We are always like so in tune with what each other are doing. It's just nuts. Um, I met her through the manifestation course I took with Catherine Zenkina. And um, Rebecca lives in England, and she's just so adorable, and I just love her. But the point is, is that she has an incredible podcast all about manifestation, moons, full moons. She does a full moon ritual online every month, and she talks all about these types of things on her podcast, like all about how to use the moon and how to do rituals. So I am going to link to Rebecca's social media and to her podcast in the show notes, And I believe her podcast is called Manifest With Me, Rebecca G. So just go find it. She is great if you're trying to learn about rituals. But basically, as an active manifester, doing a ritual to set your manifestation into action could be in alignment for you. So you want to choose the methods that feel authentic and easy to you. And if you have to force it, then it's not energetically aligned for you. Do not mistake active manifestation for meddling in all of the hows. So the how would be like forcing something to happen, going out there and just driving and making something happen no matter what and pushing. That's not what this means. So active manifestors don't need to meddle with the how. What they need to be doing is playing with the idea of their manifestation in their imagination, in their senses, like their taste, smell, sight, um, their ears, all of that. And when you are manifesting, no matter what type you are, you must let go of the how and know that things come to us in mysterious ways. So in that last episode, part one, I had discussed how I had to finally let go when I was trying to sell my condo and the sale came in a totally mysterious way that I would have never even known was possible. So we cannot be meddling in the how and actively pushing something to happen. But if you're an active manifester, you can just actively dream and play and talk about what it is that you're trying to attract. And then be sure to apply whether you're specific or non-specific to your active uh, part of you. Okay, moving on to passive manifestors. Your bottom left arrow points to the right. This is me. So as a passive manifester, you have a motto and it is set it and forget it. It's very simple for you. Once you declare what you want, let it go. It's not energetically in alignment for you to spend lots of time talking, dreaming, or visualizing about your manifestations. However, if a little bit of active imagination or talking feels really good and natural for you, that's fine. But notice if your manifestations are not coming. 
then if that's true for you, if they're just not coming and you're feeling blocked, then maybe you are still focusing too closely on them. If you love vision boards and you're a passive manifester, go ahead and make one, but keep it very, very vague. Use colors and visuals that represent the vibe of and the energy of what you want rather than putting exact details. And then keep your vision board somewhere that you don't see all the time. So avoid putting it in a spot that you look at multiple times a day. So this is tricky with vision boards because I know a lot of people really love those. But if you're a passive manifester, you can't be like forcing yourself to make this grand vision board that takes all this effort and then shove it in your face and look at it all the time or save it as your screensaver or like put it right in front of you in your office, you would do better actually kind of putting it out of sight, like maybe on the side of the fridge where you don't see it as much or um, just look at it once a week or something like that where it's not top of mind all the time. And it can work really well for passive manifestors to just let go of the thinking and allow the universe to bring your manifestation to you. For me, as a passive manifestor, this is very difficult because I just dwell on things and I tend to talk and talk and talk and talk about what I want and I dream about it and I think about it constantly to the point where it's almost stressful and I do have to remind myself, just let that go and let me just think about something else or let me just talk about something else and typically when I do that, first of all, I end up feeling better and I have less stress but also these things end up coming to me quicker or easier. So I'm going to share kind of a stupid example. (laughs) I mean, it's a perfect example, but it's for something kind of dumb. Last winter, I got it in my head that I wanted a like winter ski suit, like snowsuit, jumpsuit kind of thing. Super bad. Like I just wanted one so badly. I live in Minnesota. It gets very cold and snowy and I love to go for walks in the winter, but my legs are always cold and I just wanted a jumpsuit. I know I could get snow pants and a coat, but it's not the same. I just wanted this. So I spent literally all winter searching online for the perfect snowsuit. And I know that I'm a non-specific manifester. I didn't know this at the time, but I've always kind of um, just behaved that way. And so I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I knew it needed to be something fun, like an animal print or bright color or something really pretty or floral. But I didn't want like a utility one or like black or just something really boring. I wanted something cute and fun that would make me excited to go out and be in the snow. And if you're rolling your eyes and thinking I'm insane, that's fine because it's kind of crazy. But whatever, it's the truth. So I was searching online like nonstop and I couldn't find what I wanted. So I kept searching harder and harder and harder. And I swear I wasted like the whole winter searching for a snowsuit. I was also telling my husband all about like, oh, my God, I can't believe nobody is selling what I want. And look at this one. This is so stupid. Why are they selling it like that? And that's just not quite right. Or this one is, you know, the wrong color or it's not going to be the right size. And I was talking about it a lot and searching a lot. So talking and searching would be in line with an active manifester. So I got it half right. I was very nonspecific about it. I just knew I want a snowsuit that's really fun. That's all I knew. It's not very specific, but I was like actively pushing for this to happen and talking about it all the time. So then spring comes and summer and I just totally forget about it and let it go. So that's kind of like that set it and forget it, the mo- the motto for a passive manifester. So I just completely forgot about this. Then about a month ago, I 
it's it was August, so it was summertime, and I was walking around this adorable outdoor pop-up vintage market pretty close to my house. And lo and behold, there is a hot pink, super adorable ski suit for 40 bucks. And it fits me literally like a glove. Like it feels like it's tailor-made for my body. It's got this incredible leather belt that fits perfect. It's the exact right length. I'm only like 5'1", and so length is a big deal for me, and I just couldn't even believe it. And then I looked it up later online because it's vintage. I just kind of wanted to see what this was. It used to sell for almost $3,000. Like, it's a super high-quality, really nice, tailor-made, like, really perfect ski suit. And I got this for 40 bucks. I wasn't even thinking about it, and it just dropped in my lap, and I'm like, Like this is an example right here of what happens when a passive manifester completely forgets and just lets go of getting this thing and then it pops into their life. This has also happened to me with a sprinter van that landed in my life. This has happened to me with a bunch of things. It's almost always when I finally forget about something that it comes to me. So for me, I need to learn how to just let go, set it and forget it. Now I want to give a little tiny bonus here. No matter what type of manifester you are, you should address your strongest sense. So if you ever look up your your chart on myhumandesign.com or the Human Design app, you are going to see what is called your strongest sense. So some people's might be inner vision, mine is feeling, it could be smell or taste, it could be outer vision, it could be all these things. And You can amplify your ability to attract things if you use your strongest sense, especially for active manifestors. So for example, if inner vision is your strongest sense and you're an active manifester, this isn't really going to fully apply to passive because passive manifestors should kind of just let it go, but you can kind of delve into it. So if you're, if inner vision is your strongest sense and you're an active manifester, visualization exercises can attract what you want even more powerfully because inner vision is so powerful for you. Or if feeling is your strongest sense, like me, test driving that dream car can be a very powerful activity. If sound is your strongest sense, then listen to music that reminds you of what you want. Like if you want to go to Paris, listen to French music. For smell, if smell is your strongest sense, use an essential oil or the smell of food that reminds you of what you want. Now, you, if you're a passive manifester like me, you can do this in a very subconscious way. So like for me, I really want to go to Europe really badly and feeling is my strongest sense. So what I love to do when I see people on social media or TV or whatever, and just in life when they are going on a European vacation, I let my feelings just like run wild. I imagine that that's my vacation and what would that be like if I was there and how would that make me feel? And then I just experience that like euphoria in my body for a couple of minutes as if I'm the one there. And then I just kind of move on. I just sort of let it go. So I don't go wild with it. I don't go like really, really um, focused on this feeling. I just kind of explore it and then let it go. 
Now, remember, if you're a passive manifester, just don't go overboard with this. It's okay to test out your strongest sense to attract what you want, but only to the point that it feels natural and authentic to you. And you can also use some of these senses in a passive way. So smell would be another great example, using an essential oil that reminds you of you want reminds you of what you want, but without thinking too hard. Just dab it on your wrists and forget about it, and the smell will subconsciously stimulate you throughout the day, and it doesn't have to be really, really active and present. No matter what type you are, though, remember the key is don't force it. If something feels stressful, it's probably not the right way for you to manifest, no matter what your chart says. So always listen to you, how you feel, what is attractive to you, and what is stressful or relaxing or pleasurable for you. And then I want to just touch on one more quick note on a manifestation tip. And this has nothing to do with what we talked about it, but it's just a little note on jealousy. Anytime that you see someone else who gets what you want, instead of diving into jealousy, use it as a sign from the universe that what you want is possible. So say this, if it's possible for her, then it's possible for me. Like I just said about Europe, I want to go to Europe so badly and I constantly see other people going to Europe or even living in Europe and I do not get jealous about it. I could, I absolutely could, but instead I go, oh, thank you universe for showing me that this is possible and for giving me a little clue that I'm one step closer to getting there. By the universe dropping in these examples of what I want, it's like a sign that this is coming. So remember to just say, if it's possible for her, it's possible for me when you start going into a jealous mindset. Now, as we wrap up today, I want to remind you of that fabulous gift idea. You could gift somebody a human design reading for the holidays, for their birthday, for an anniversary. This is such a fun idea. And if you're wanting to book a reading with me, all you need to go and do is go to the website madelineevergreen.com and click on the human design tab or email me at hello at madelineevergreen.com. And you can always go rate and review the show. I am asking you to do this as a favor for me. This really helps to draw more listeners to the show, and it means quite a lot for me. I love providing this free content for you, and your way to pay it forward is just to simply click those stars and write a review. And if you're listening on an app where there are no reviews, some other way for you to pay it forward would be to take a screenshot of where you're listening to this and share it on your socials and tag me at healthy underscore Madeline. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you next week. 